Well, hey everyone, Cameron Williams here yet again with the Shack Man GPS. Good to be here, man. Good to be here. Just uh, getting through another weird week and a weird year, but we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. How was that weird week, by the way? Overall, overall, pretty good, man. It had uh, some some fun moments, and uh, we had a really great weekend at church. With our first hike that we're going to start doing monthly, and oh, then yeah. we did the Muppet Christmas Carol on Saturday night, and then the live stream on Sunday morning, then the well service on Sunday night, which was just really great to see a lot of faces that I've missed a lot. So that was really really fun. Yeah, we've got a lot of events going on now, which is which is really cool. Like like safe, good, awesome, fun stuff that yep. you can do with your church family. Well, anyway, without further ado, let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. have to talk a little bit about uh the carter um hangout that was that was it was pretty epic but we didn't quite get to do pokemon just well, next time well you gotta get your pokemon cards ready and carter will be there he, he'll be pumped so get get ready yeah bring your, i bring even your have A-game. some i even have some cards to my mom's de- designated to give him so oh, you, you guys are gonna you're in for a treat my goodness i can't wait all right well uh anyway uh so give us a quick synopsis of last sunday's sure so i started a series that i'm gonna be doing for the next several weeks called stuck in the middle the basic premise being that when you're in a middle type moment it's easy to make some really bad decisions i know for me it's when you start to feel hopeless you know i'm i'm not whatever. Yeah. I want to finish this and I'm not there. I'm like, there's this energy in starting and there's this joy in completing something. But when you're in the middle, it can be really stressful and really hard. And it's in those moments that I think you believe uh, three things. Um, number one, I'm never going to be happy again. Um, number two, um, there's just not really any reason, uh, to continue. And number three, like there's just not hope here. I, I don't have hope about this whatever it happens to be. And it's in those moments that we make really bad decisions. We can give up and just collectively we are in a middle moment. I think at the beginning of coronavirus, Mm -hmm. we were told, you know, just really lock it down for four to six weeks and we'll be able to get past this. And that wasn't true. And unfortunately, I think especially in Los Angeles, we've never really had a moment to breathe. There were times when the numbers got a little bit better, but still we never really had a moment. And it looks like Numbers are heading back up, and we're facing a pretty dark winter, and there's good information about vaccines that are coming out that is some hopeful information, but still, even, I'd say, optimistic timetable of things getting more normal, going to church, the things that make life worth living, I'd say June, probably the earliest, and so we're in this middle moment of, okay, we keep thinking this finish line might get here. And then when we get to a moment that we think might be the finish line, it's just like, nope, it got pushed out another five miles. And you're like, wait, how'd, how'd that happen? But right. oh that's where we all collectively happen to be. And so what's really important for us is to recognize that uh, God hasn't abandoned us in this moment or left us during this season. And we um, need to understand that we can still learn some stuff from this and that even as we find ourselves stuck in this moment, uh, we have a hope and a future to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 
kind of thought for a second there we were about to come up for breath a little bit just just a tiny bit but yeah it's like right as it right as it uh, starts to let up just a bit it it's like we 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 go back into lockdown or we go back into something which i you know i'm i'm not complaining too much like our government has does truly have our safety like in in you know like in thought um but uh but yeah it's just it's frustrating you know because i mean i've i've been out and about a little more but but now it's looking more like like we've got to kind of stay inside we're trying to figure out thanksgiving right now yeah um and and with like gathering situations like we we might not be getting together as much people and uh and that's a bit of a bummer but but we'll you know we'll figure something out it'll like like you said we're still we're just in the middle of it yeah um a bit uh and i kind of think of like stuck in the middle yeah yeah you can't help (laughs) you can't help but yeah yeah but um so yeah uh what, what would you say is like what should we do maybe not as a collective but as as individuals to to help ourselves be like maybe not comfortable in the middle because we got to get to a better place, but mm-hmm. like to be okay with it. I think first of all, and this is stuff that I definitely have felt during this time is just to address those three lies that I'll never be happy mm-hmm. again. Yes, you you will. Yeah. There is going to be a time that coronavirus is in the rearview mirror for most of us. Sadly, mm-hmm. some people will pass away during this time of coronavirus or not of coronavirus. Just people are, are going to, yeah, but yeah. most of us are going to make it through this time. There's going to be life on the other side. And yeah. so take a breath and remember that. Uh, secondly, you can learn stuff from this and it's hard lessons and things that you wouldn't sign up for, but you can learn from this time. Um, and then third, it is worth continuing. It's, a struggle and it's hard and it's adversity, but it's worth learning from and worth, um, as we continue, you have some things to learn during this time and hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, you come out on the other side of this, a better person. And I, mean, I hope that for all of us, hope that for myself, that I'll look back on this and say, yeah, you know, 2020 and then on into 2021, it was really hard, but I'm thankful that I learned some things that I grew during that time. And I didn't let it just beat me down. One of the blessings of my life in ministry is I get a chance to see people at all ages, at all stages of life. And genuinely I'm friends with them. And I've seen people who, because of some really hard situations, their spirit is just dead. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve, I'm not like, you know, some, stuff that's really hard, you know, arthritic yeah. type stuff. I mean, stuff that's really difficult for a human to mm-hmm. deal with. Yeah. I'm not saying that, oh, you should just put a smile on your face. No, these are real things that are really yeah. hard. Yeah. But I've seen people who have been beaten down by that stuff. Mm. And again, not that it's not understandable, but are you going to let life beat you down? Mm-hmm. Because everybody faces adversity in some form or another. Everybody faces hard things that uh, are difficult. I mean, maybe a very rare person just has an easy life with nothing that's hard, but <laughs> all of us have things that are hard and weigh on us. And are you going to fight through that stuff and see to the other side? Or are you just going to lay in it and wallow in it and yeah. throw yourself a pity party? And I understand sometimes, you know, asking hard questions of God and asking for prayers and community, getting strength, but you can either let it beat you down or say, yeah, this is really hard, but I'm going to persevere. 
yeah yeah rise rise above like that that is always there is an option you know it's it's not as um as pretty or even easy as some people like make it out to be but it's it's there it's still that option that you can take um because i know that whenever i'm in in a bit of a mood you know like you you tend to either do one thing you try to get yourself out of it or you just kind of feed the fire you just kind of feed yourself like the the despair and the sadness that you kind of want to feel and so you have to be like honest with yourself you have to be like well how much of this is really hurting me and how much of this is me hurting me and and that's it can be a hard question sometimes because we're you know we're in a time of crisis we're in a time of things where these are happening and and like you've said in in a sermon before like you have every right to just like lay down and not live your life anymore um but like is that the better option is that the option that will make you happier in the end so so yeah yeah i mean that's a that's a a great, a great way of putting it. Like, is, is how much is this is caused by by ourselves? There's a time that mm, yeah. I was with a mentor, uh, and I was talking about uh, just a hard time in my ministry, and uh, we were discussing like in ministry, it's hard sometimes to figure out what should I share with my wife and what shouldn't I. You know what? Mm. And I know that there's times when I will like walk down okay here if i if i talk about this it's going to be like a couple hour conversation of us you know talking through it and sometimes i need that but he was saying you need to be really careful and and guard yourself and sometimes think as you're having that thought all right do i need to do i want to bring this up this like stressful situation or whatever it is um, and basically take our night in that direction and um, i wouldn't say ruin the night but like put it in in a more negative space than just us talking about something else and Sometimes you need to recognize, at least for me, I, that was a moment where I was like, am I doing this just for me? Am I doing this somewhat selfishly to just put this out here and and not really lead us to like a hopeful solution and just mire in this thing? And yeah. that's definitely not, not helpful at times. And, and sometimes figuring it out can be the enemy. Like you you really get into a mind state of like, well, okay, well, we just have to get to a place where this is all good. When I feel like we're always at that place and not at the same time. Like that's kind of life. Like you're always in a place where there's not everything that's perfect, but there are things within it that you can, you know, strengthen yourself with and move forward. But yeah, we tend to get like, I, I totally hear that. Cause I'm that kind of person. I'm like, Oh, well I need to express my feelings right now. Yeah. I need to tell you how I'm feeling, but it's like, is how you're feeling really helping this other person, you know, like figure out how they're feeling. Like if it's something between you that you need to figure out, then by all means figure it out. But if it's something that you are figuring out and you're kind of bouncing off someone, maybe, maybe you don't have to have that long well, conversation. One thing. It. Yeah. And, and something it's just, just about having that perspective, not admiring in that place. I always think of uh, the, a recent comedy special with Jerry Seinfeld. He talked about having hot dogs at a baseball game. And he just talked about how like there's such a thin line between good and bad, because if you were having that hot dog and I'll admit Dodger yeah. dogs are pretty terrible. When I have one the next day, oh I don't, I don't feel all that good, <laughs> but there's something yeah. about, having it at a game, you know, it's, it's like picked out of a, a vat of boiling water. There's something about having it at a game that just makes you feel better for paying $10 for this terrible hot dog that right. you could buy for like 50 cents uh, at the store and probably prepare better for yourself on the grill. But th- that, that thin line between, and it's like, but I'm at this baseball game and it's all fun. And this is what you're supposed to do. And it's like, oh, I can't go without having this hot dog. And 
that is that thin oh, yeah. line between good and bad that so often comes from our perspective and a willingness to to see the good even in difficult things and yeah. the passage that i discussed on sunday was john 9 where the disciples see a guy who is blind from birth and they just ask jesus the question like who sinned was it this man or his parents and jesus doesn't respond to that question but he says but i can tell you that God can be glorified through this. I'm not going to answer that question because let's be honest, we don't really want an answer for that question because when it comes to things that are too tragic for us, like a child dying of cancer or something like things that just like, you know, they're just terrible. There's not really a point that you can go, you know, thanks God, you know, like, thanks for that. There's like, there's old cards that said like God, another flower in his garden. It's like, no, that's like, no, that's terrible, terrible theology. And, so there's certain there's going to be things in all of our lives that there's like not like a one plus one equals two, and so there isn't an, an answer for evil all the time. Yeah, there's sometimes things that we can see in retrospect, but there's stuff that's just really terrible. And so Jesus just says, "I'm not going to answer that question because you don't want the answer to that question. What you want the what you really want to know is can God be glorified in this? And that's what Jesus says that God can be glorified even in this yeah, and even through them." And I think that's something that we all need to really focus on and cling to as we go through this in the middle moment where we find ourselves probably six months out still from optimistic normalcy. Mm. And I I mean, even from that, how much longer will it take for the world to like feel more normal? It's going to take a while. And that's uh, something that's scary and a little bit intimidating, but also I think, something that should help us to really process, okay, what are the, what are the good things that God is doing here and how can I focus on that instead of just letting my mind constantly go to the negative? Yeah. Yeah. We can, it's, it's almost a part of our culture now to let our minds go to the negative or to let it, you know, to, to find the worst case scenario and, and either try to figure that out or just be like, well, we're doomed, I guess, you know, like some people on, on the internet can be so uh, dry, dry about it. And, but but I think ultimately it's like like you said it's there it's always going to be there but it's finding what is also good and true in the moment as well you know Definitely. like like there like like you said there's not an answer for everything um, but it's but it's a layered reality it's like we, we the evil is there but there is also the good there at the and at the exact same time like they're both there and sometimes we think like they're opposing things like oh and they can't like if this situation's bad there can't be any good that comes out of it but or if this is a good situation like there can't be anything bad that happens right but so mm-hmm. often in life we get thrown into both situations and and we tend to to think like, well, how can I fix this, or how can it can this be made different? And it's like, just look for the things that don't need to be fixed, and and take comfort that you know your Lord is still with you in those things. Amen. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. Um, all right. Well, what would you say is the big idea for this sermon today? That there is good that can come from this, and. Can you look for that and can you have that perspective and fight for that in your heart, live as optimistically as possible, even knowing the realities of what is ahead, but can you live with a good perspective of what might come? Nice. And uh, is there an interaction you had this week that really kind of touched your heart? It was just great to see uh, so many faces over the weekend and and connect Mm -hmm. with people who I haven't seen 
And I felt like the the well service we had on, on our outdoor service on Sunday evening, uh, Emily Gibson, she did communion and she just said that mm-hmm. feeling that we're all having right now, like seeing each other and just the joy that's there. She said that is the very presence of God. And that was just a really cool thought and one that will sustain me for, for a while. Just thinking of, yeah, that that's true. That's something that I really miss from uh, the yeah. not being able to gather and then being able to have her say that so so clearly and so beautifully was was really nice. Yeah, shout out to Emily. We I miss you. Yeah, she's. The I haven't best. seen you in a bit, <laughs> but but I'll see you at the next one for sure. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, well thank you, Brian, for uh, all the words that you have given us in this podcast. Always grateful, man. It's a blessing to be with you, bro. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon. And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. You can find me on Instagram at Cam the Voice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.